shadows where women hide their love of cannabis, inviting you out of the smoke with High Ladies. This podcast is intended for listeners over the age of 19, and we ask that you respect your local totalitarian laws regarding cannabis use and its cultivation. Say that three times fast. Hi, ladies. Hi, ladies. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Annie. I'm so excited about today's show. Yo, I can't even talk about anything else. I'm just so excited to get to chatting with Kelly. <laughs> so, so I'm going to be a spoiler. There's no intro to this, I don't think. It's all about Kelly. It's all about Kelly. I do want to make a disclaimer. Okay. And let's talk about our week just for a second. Okay. And then we'll get to Kelly. All right. Hurry up. Um, my disclaimer is I am in no way accountable for anything I say on the show. As fact. Blanket statement. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking, you know, sometimes I talk about American laws and stuff. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's just what I've read on Google. I do my research. I try. Yeah. If I'm wrong, hey, I'm just a chick trying to spread the news. We're all educating together. You can educate me. One of the things I said last week is that you could get uh, a pack of 20 calendars for 80 bucks. And I was listening. I was thinking, that math doesn't add up. No. You save $80 if you buy 20 2022 Kelly's Green Lounge cannabis calendars, which if you, I did the math, would be 320 for a box of 20. I think this is a good deal. Mm. You can buy a box of 20 and you're done your Christmas shopping. That's right. You got all your teachers, you've got <laughs> your in-laws. It's so true. You've got your, your boss. Everybody. Everybody needs to know what they Next door neighbor. And I mean, they already know. And like, you're supporting local. You're not using Amazon. That's right. And you're done your shopping. That's right. I got mine on order. So if you know me, you know what you're getting for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right. Um, we, like we just said, have Kelly from Kelly Addison, Reverend Queen Kelly Addison from Kelly's Green Lounge, who's going to join us on the phone. We're going to have a little chat. She's our very first person that we've been able to do a phone, a phone interview with yeah and we're really excited for this season to be able to have experts and uh, you know we can't be an expert on everything nope so finding the people within the cannabis community who know what the fuck they're talking about that's right and you know what? one of the things i love about kelly is that she is the ultimate networker she know if if kelly doesn't know the answer she's not gonna bullshit you she's gonna say i don't know but here's somebody who does know and that's what you know, that's where you should go and source some more information. And I absolutely love that about her. Um, she's already connected me with so many people uh, within this space. So I'm forever grateful to her for that. Yeah. The other thing I was thinking I wanted to mention, any listeners out there who are growing outdoors, especially those of you in Ontario, I would love to hear how you're doing this year. Because mm-hmm. I'm getting a lot of feedback and I'm seeing a lot and I'm having this issue of... Just, it hasn't been a good growing season. It has not been a good growing season for anything in my yard. No, like. Powdery mildew, everybody seems to have it. Mm-hmm. My buds are like elongated and not thick like they should be. Mm. I've tried molasses. I am doing everything. I mean, they're, I'm not always on them, but they're, it just seems to be a hard year. Mm. So I'd love to hear from our listeners, if you're growing, how you're doing and if it's been a good or a bad year. Because last year was such an excellent year. Yeah, was last year was a perfect growing year. Yeah. Wet, but not too wet. Long, warm, dry. Okay. But that's it. That's Anything it. else for the week? I don't think so. All right, let's go talk to Kelly. And now we have Kelly Addison from Kelly's Green Lounge down in Orono, Ontario. Uh, we had the pleasure of popping down at the beginning of September to visit and really see what her lounge is about. Now we have her here in the almost flesh via 
the wonders of technology. Yes, Kelly is our first phone-in guest, yes. and I think that's just perfect. Oh, it's so, so perfect. Apropos. Couldn't have chosen a more wonderful person. So here she is. Uh, hey, Kelly. Hi. Hi, my friends. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for being with me, for allowing me to be on your podcast with you today. I love your podcast. I think it might be in my top three five favorite podcasts of all time. Oh, wow. What, what lovely words. That means a lot, a lot coming from you. It sure does. I mean that because the dynamic uh, between the two of you is what really gets us as listeners. Hearing you both speak back and forth, the fact that you, you don't talk over each other, you listen and answer, and the fact that you can hear your true friendship there, the fact that you don't come from the same walks of life, you're very different in your background, but you have the same mission and the same message. I love it so much. I love your podcast. Oh, that's so great. And we're so happy to be reaching people and finding great people like you in the community. So that's really what we're here, of, here for. Let's have a chit-chat. Let's have a laugh. And... We, yeah. need, we need more women in the space, and you're an amazing woman who's in the space. Thank you. I'm smoking my doobie while I'm talking to you. Ooh, wonderful. <laughs> well, so, <laughs> Kelly, people have asked me since I've come back from the lounge what it was sort of like to meet you and uh, what our experience was like, and I can't come anything closer than, like, it was just a very uh, open and wonderful conversation with just sort of another human being that has similar but not the exact same uh, outlook and views, and we were able to connect just through open and honest conversation. And I yeah, thought that that I was, that. I thought that was wonderful. You. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to have you both here. We had been following each other for a little while on social media, and you uh, were part of our 420 day, which we did a telethon. Winners of a prize that day, so you were able to come and claim it. I did not know that I would have such wonderful, deep conversations with you both. We are not too far off on age, Annie and I, I believe. And um, so it's yeah. nice to be able to get that perspective and also to have a mom perspective. You gave me a different perspective of moms than I had before. I'd love to share that with you. For sure. We'd love to hear it. So I had spoken to a colleague of mine who is a cannabis educator, and I was sharing your story with her and telling her all about you. And I said what I had learned was that there was mom stigma more than I realized. And what she identified for me was that, Kelly, you're so far on the end of not knowing this stigma because it's just so normal and natural to you to have this discussion with your child or openly with other parents about cannabis. But knowing there still is that horrible stigma that mothers go through, you showed me that. It gave my heart so much sorrow because now I really want to work harder for mothers to feel safe with their cannabis conversation. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And, you know, I didn't realize it either until we were in the mom sphere. That's right. And it, because we're, moms are so good at putting on their mom face, we're really good at camouflaging. And there's a lot of us out there camouflaging. You don't camouflage oh. well, Kelly. <laughs> I'm not a chameleon. I cannot do it. I, I just will stand out there and say, but on the other side of that, if you need to camouflage or you need to put up those barriers or whatever, then you should feel safe doing that. And we identified that and had a conversation about that as well. That's right. Actually, I was going to circle to that just now and say that, uh, I mean, I feel so much, I feel like a huge burden was lifted from me after our conversation to understand that I don't have to be either a chameleon or 
you know, like you're saying, on the other end of the spectrum, right? right that I can, I can be, once I'm comfortable in my skin, once I'm comfortable with the decisions and the, the boundaries and the guidelines that I've set out that I think are what's appropriate for my, me and my family. So I, I don't have to be one or the other. I can be comfortable. And the only person who will allow and give the permission to everybody else is me. And that can be fluid. Mm. You know, your, your children age, and that can change with time. But what I think Kelly said was, if you're comfortable with what you're doing, then you're doing the right thing. And I, I, just, I find that so liberating. It, I agree. I'm glad. I'm glad. And, and you're both wonderful mothers, and you're both very passionate about the plant. And however you come to it is however you come to it. And if some day you want to have a conversation with your children about cannabis, then you have all of this background and knowledge and research and everything that you've built to be able to get to that point. It's beautiful. Kelly, can you tell us or tell our listeners more about what Kelly's Green Lounge is and what you're trying to accomplish? Absolutely. Yeah. So... When we first started, it was about three years ago that I started Kelly's Green Lounge as an online platform, and I felt that there was a need for it. People were looking for cannabis help, cannabis information. I was a teacher at the time in the school board, so I had a lot of moms that were coming to me and asking me um, because I guess I was a hippie, and I was always just open. You know, I'm a cannabis user. When people are showing up with a bottle of wine to a barbecue, I'm showing up with infused popcorn or brownies. It's just how I rolled. So I just was able to and identify a little bit of information initially, but not a lot. So I had to go back to school and decided I'm just going to leave that and open up something else where I can give people more information about cannabis. I had to do the research and education myself. I took extensive courses uh, to learn that kind of thing about the endocannabinoid system and everything that goes along with it. And then pop-up events happened. They were being sold out. People were saying, I need more of this. And so we were able to find a little location and open up an actual lounge. It was a, supposed to just be a cannabis-friendly establishment, but what happened after that is it just came, became a whole community. I was not expecting it, both virtual and in person, and uh, I guess it just really grew from there. Well, you have such a welcoming, beautiful space. Such a wonderful space. Oh, it's the most beautiful space. For everything from the, the, the smell to the, the energy, you can just you can textures, feel it. Everything. I, I can see anybody walking in there and feeling comfortable and welcome. Yeah. And we need more spaces like that. And Kelly, why do you think we don't have more spaces like that? Is it a lack of passion or a lack of uh, people in the industry or is it the red tape that's being put up? Well, I think that a true cannabis lounge, when we used to have uh, cannabis lounges prior to adult use legalization, they were very, uh, there were lots of them. They were everywhere. They were in Toronto. They were in different cities. They were not legal, but then legalization happened and um, the smoking and vaping bylaw changed as well. Mm -hmm. So at the same time, sort of the idea of having a consumption lounge or having a place where you could really come and consume your cannabis kind of got put on the back burner. So now I think with, um, with legalization, we want now to have spaces where you can go and you can purchase your cannabis, then maybe walk through a door into another room and you can consume it there. So consumption sites like that would be great. I believe that because of the laws specifically um, to do with the regulations and the Cannabis Act, we can't have that yet. So people are a little bit apprehensive. Do I think that there is a place for it? 100%. Cannabis yep. tourism is yep. going to flourish in our country it's now be that huge things are going us. to be able to open back up after the apocalypse. 
And we should be the place that people are traveling all over the world to come to our cannabis locations, events, uh, and lounges. Not like um, Amsterdam. Yesterday we were, the days of yesterday, we were headed to Amsterdam. Come to Canada now. Come to the places here. Once we see that, I think we'll be able to see more lounges, ladies. I think they, they have to go hand in hand. If we want to have a successful cannabis tourism, tourism industry, we spoke with this on the last, last episode, then we have to accommodate how are those tourists going to be able to consume because they aren't going to be able to do it in hotels and they don't want to do it on the street. So let's give them beautiful, wonderful spaces to, to have the experience because it's an experience, you right? Go to, you can go to a bar and you can sit there and you can have cocktails and watch a band or a comedian. Why can't we do that with cannabis? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, do you, what do you see for the future of of lounges? Do you do you see us going in that direction? Yes, I do. I see. So Nevada and California, they are so far ahead of us with cannabis. They started there. So uh, in the U.S., federally, coast to coast, completely illegal plant. But state by state, there are forms of legalization. They started with medical, then adult use. California, Nevada, Portland, places like that are very much ahead of us uh, when it comes to legalization because they were doing it a couple of years uh, in advance of ours. So there are places in California and Nevada right now today where you can walk into a dispensary and walk through that door and you're in a lounge and you're having events and you ventilation, patio, whatever way they're doing it. Sometimes they have party buses that will take you around and you can consume there. Uh, the bu- bus driver is divided by glass, so he's not feeling the effects of the hot box. The so further <laughs> advanced we are because they've been doing it a little bit longer, but I definitely see that that's where we're going. And how do we get there? So if uh, us as the general consuming population of Canada, if we want to communicate that message, how, how can we support um, the, the message and then you in your you know, journey to, to, to spread that message as well? How do we do that? That's a, a wonderful idea. About maybe 18 months ago, just at the beginning of COVID, the government sent me, um, I had to fill out sort of a survey on uh, being a cannabis lounge owner, what I thought. I think that that survey uh, was sent out to a few people. But if we had something more where we could put our voice to it, maybe a survey. Somebody takes on a survey and talks about that. There is New Heights Cannabis Tourism Summit, which is coming up at the end of October. I'm speaking at it. I believe the date is October 25th. We can use our voices there. We can. Um, there's a tourism survey that's out right now. We can um, add our voices to that and take that. And, and you can even win a prize with, if you fill it out uh, through High B&B or New Heights Cannabis. I think what I'm trying to say is there are cannabis companies out there, organizations, whether it's High B&B, whether it's uh, Cannabis Tourism um, out of uh, Guelph University, they, they, they're pushing for this. So we would find that as cannabis users, as consumers, find these places, fill out the surveys, put our names to it, and, uh, and, and show our voices. I will get that information from you, Kelly, and put it in our show notes so that our listeners can can follow through with that. That's yeah, a most great, definitely. great idea. It, it sounds like the time has come for a Health Canada review um, out to sort of the general population. And we've seen them do that before with, you know, um, carry limits and things like that, putting out a, I can't remember. How do you feel like it's going right now? Yeah, exactly. How do you want to see it change? Exactly. So maybe the time for that. It's wonderful that you say that because Health Canada 
is, is actually doing that right now. They just completed, I think it was the end of July, we had to get all of our feedback reports in, and they have just completed um, what maybe they're calling the Cannabis Act 2.0, which should be coming out next year uh, with the new regulations. They're talking about changing requirements to stay uh, schools away from, so there's um, a requirement you have to be 150 meters yep. away from anything, uh, from a dispensary, from something to do with uh, children. They're yep. looking at changing that. Carrying limits. Right now, you can go into a dispensary and you can buy five cans of yes. whatever your beverage is. <laughs> Equivalencies. But you can go into a liquor store and get a six-pack or something. So they're looking at those kinds of things and seeing what changes need to be made. And I, I'm hopeful that consumption lounges will be as part of that. And I think it will be people like you, especially, who are on the forefront, spreading that we, as citizens, have mm -hmm. a right to, to input on this. I think a lot of people don't realize they have right to input. Um, and just having our voices heard and having more spaces like yours where people could come in and see what it's all about. That's right. And for everybody who's not sort of in that Ontario region, I know, like, Kelly's super active on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. Reach out to her if you have questions and you want to support. She's the most wonderful, fabulous person I've met in a very long time. I was really um, inspired. Likewise. Reinvigorated. Mm -hmm. And like I said before, and I'll say it again, we had such a great conversation, Kelly. My head was spinning when we left because I think we covered 25 subjects. And, yeah. you know, we were having three conversations at once, but it was so beautiful. It was so cohesive. And, you know, I could talk to you forever. Now, we, Annie, you have a story that you wanted to share. With I do have a story that I wanted to share with Kelly. I thought she would think this is really special. Do you want to hear a story, Kelly? I love your stories. So I sent you two pictures. Did you get those two pictures? Yes, I did. They're like tiles or something. Yeah, so very bizarre. Um, when we left your lounge, we had a few minutes to spare. We thought we'd check out the beautiful main drag of Orono. What a beautiful town. Oh, it's so cute. It is the most... Oh, it's beautiful. So as you probably know, you've got a lovely antique store up the street. And Amanda and I were like, let's pop into this antique store. I love antiques. You know, you never know. It's huge. It goes like a mile back. It's crazy big. And we only had like three minutes. Like we were like, we have to get in and out. We just we're gonna take a look. And it's probably forty stalls. It's all different people selling stuff. I had a thought to myself when I walked in the front door, and I kind of stopped and I said to myself, Annie, if you find something here, it will be a sign that you are in the right place. That this is the beginning of a new and beautiful thing. Just put that in my head. So I'm going through. And looking at all the stuff, everything was overpriced, beautiful stuff, but not what I'm into. Finally get to the very back wall. Have you been in there, Kelly? I love it there. It's so wonderful. It's like a whole alley, like a big yeah. strip of yes, and like antique shoes. Some people are into warm stuff, and some people are into dolls. And I'm going through, I'm going, none of this is calling to me, nothing is calling to me. Oh, well, I'm going to go all the way to the back wall. I get to the very, very back wall. I look up, there's a shelf sort of halfway up the wall. I toss my purse at Amanda. Yeah, yeah she fully whacked me with it as she thrust it into my hands. <laughs> and, and then jumped on a fixture to climb up a wall to grab this little tile. Yeah, so the, tile, the smaller square tile was up on the shelf. Only the corner was sticking out. And I went, that, 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 that's the piece. And it matches the other tile that I sent you, the, the sort of postcard size one. This was 
a trinket of my mother's. When we were at your lounge, we spent a lot of time talking about my connection to my mother and losing my mother and the importance of motherhood. And I haven't really talked that earnestly or deeply about my connection with my mother in a long time, especially with somebody who I'm really meeting for the first time, like yourself, Kelly. But we did seem to talk about my mother a lot. And I do get little messages from her. So the first tile is one of my mom's treasured pieces that became, I mean, she had a lot of stuff, but for some reason this meant a lot to me. I based the colors of my current kitchen on that tile. I've never seen anything like it in my life. And off the shelf jumps the matching tile. At the very back oh. of the store, just as Amanda and I were like, we got to get out of here. And I'm like, no, there it is. Mm -hmm. And I, I won't buy something just for the sake of buying it. And if it had been $20, I wouldn't have bought it. It came to $2.60. I paid for it in cash. And on the back of it are four matchboxes that have been glued to it. And another thing that my mother collected was matchboxes. Oh, it was just for you. It really... It was a treasure that was there for you. It was supposed to be every hair on my body is standing up on end. I have complete goosebumps right now there for the entire story. Mm -hmm. uh, Amanda, what did my face look like when I showed it? You are like... Oh, the there was no color left in your face. You were thrilled. You, you, wow. you sort of... Everything dropped out of you and then reinvigorated with fire. And if I hadn't because found the any... The same. The tiles are exactly the same almost. I thought there was a set you were showing me. Yeah, no, so, it, so listeners, people who are not in and seeing these photos, uh, or sorry, these tiles and pieces of art, it's sort of like a mountain range uh, with some houses or, or like a, a strip in front of a, a, a beach with some boats on the water. But from two different angles, but obviously the same hill and the exact same signature, I will put them up on our social media so people can share this, I was like, I lost my breath because I've never seen another one of these tiles let alone like a matching one, and they're both in perfect condition. Yeah, and, and, it, and one sort of the nighttime view, and the this is more of like the daytime view. Mm -hmm. So they're 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 yeah. complementary of each other. I was okay oh. if I didn't get my sign that I was in the right place. I really believe in synchronicity and positive visualization, and this is a kind of a synchronistic thing. Am I where I should be? Am I am I where I should be in this time in this place? you know, send me a message. And if I hadn't gotten a message, if I'd walked out there empty-handed, it would have meant nothing. It wouldn't have been a negative thing. It would have just been, ah, meh, meh. But the fact that I had that real, like, deep sort of thought of, like, you will find something here. If you do, it is, you are in the right place at the right time. Uh, well, I will respond to this by, by saying that Amanda just said something to the effect of, we, uh, what do the customers of the, the cannabis industry do? But I, I must ask you to retract your statement because you're not just that piece of this cannabis community. You're the heart and soul. It's women like you that use your voices and use your time to make podcasts just like this that make the cannabis community what it is and are just as big of a part as somebody like myself that owns a brick or mortar. So please don't ever just refer to yourself again. You are exactly where you're supposed to be. What you're doing for cannabis for mothers, I listen to your podcast. I see your followers. When you post posted um, about my coming here, I had probably 30, 40 new followers within a couple of hours of you posting that podcast. People love you. People understand you and you're connecting to them. You're oh, not just customers. You are very important. so awesome. So, my friends, and we're, we're so podcast. happy to have connected with you and we hope to continue to connect. Hey, we're going to have to have like a Kelly's Corner on the show. Have her on every few months. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kelly, what's happening? Tell us, tell us what's happening. 
Um, I would love that. I would love that. Thank you so much. And, and thank you for all that you're doing for having me today. And thank you for coming on the show. Uh, again, to our listeners, if you find Kelly very easy to find, buy her Women in Cannabis calendar. Oh, yes. Uh, support the lounge. That's right. I'm certainly going to be getting a Women in ca- Cannabis calendar for in, right. in the hot box here. For in the hot box. And we're also, going, I don't think we've told Kelly, but we're going to be buying a couple to give as a giveaway for th- this episode. Yes. So if you're uh, listening to this episode, we're going to have a few of Kelly's Women in Cannabis 2022. Oh, that sounds so old. Oh, 2022 calendar. And we want to continue connecting. Let us know what you're up to. We'll be watching you on KGL TV on YouTube and following you on Instagram. I'm personally friends with you on Facebook. So we love you, Kelly. Keep doing what you're doing and we'll keep doing what we're doing. Thank you. I love you both, too. Blessings to you, and cannabis blessings to you both as well. Okay, before we leave, we're going to do our sign-off. So, thanks for listening. Don't forget, friends, to like, comment, of course, share with your friends, and connect with us on Instagram, or send us an email at highladiespodcast at gmail.com. But now it's time for us to step away, take a toke, and and go go be moms. moms. Bye, Bye, ladies. Bye, Kelly. We love you. Bye, Kelly. Take a toke for us. Bye, I love you. Bye, love you. Stay high.